today I would love to talk to you about what we call we. In preparation for this sermon this week, I interviewed several people. People who I know have been through some pretty major changes in their life. Because as I asked them, have you ever been the one who God had to really seek out and lead the 99? That's what the passage says. So Jesus says to the people, you know any shepherd clearly would, if there were one lost sheep, leave the 99 and head off and bring them back. And so I asked people, when has this ever been something that's happened in your life? And people gave me some examples. Maybe a time when there was a major medical decision they needed to make, or medical appointment they needed to make even, and they didn't want to go because they didn't want the news. We've known people who've done that. Maybe it's even been us. Or maybe it's one of those times where we're in a relationship where we really shouldn't be there. We really shouldn't be with this person or this group of people or this job or any number of ways in which our lives situate us in places where we shouldn't be. And then we need some intervention. And what I learned in interviewing all these people was that all of them said the clues that the change was necessary were always right in front of me. And maybe I heard from this and that, maybe I read an article, maybe someone sort of gave me an idea that I, I needed to do something different. But then there was this one moment in which my heart changed. That, as one of these people said, is what I'm gonna call today a yankable moment. It's kind of when God reaches in and yanks us back and pulls us back in. Have you ever experienced a yankable moment? Yeah, I know I have. I have so many, in fact, that I couldn't give you I don't even know if I could even begin to give you an example, but I'm waiting for my next uh, yank. I'll be sure about that. But I want to give you one story that someone shared that she said I would be okay to share with you about a yankable moment. So I was talking to someone who was turning 40, and that was, you know, that's a big milestone birthday. And it's a time when a lot of people reassess where they are in life and they say, you know, have I come to where I want to be? And she was asking those questions and she thought about it and she said, yes, in indeed. I am at the peak of my career. I have achieved so much that I have wanted in my life. I have the home I want. I have the family I've always wanted. I have the job I've always wanted. She said, the everything is great, right? But there was one thing that she wasn't attending to, which is because she had put so much effort into her husband, into her family life, into her home, into her job, she was neglecting her health. And everybody around her saw it. They knew, they knew. 
but nobody said anything. She knew as well, but nobody said anything. And she couldn't figure out how to do anything about it. And at that time, as she got to her 40th birthday, she went out to lunch with one of her dearest friends, who she hadn't seen in many years. And her friend said to her, friend, I love you. I am so excited to celebrate your 40th birthday. But if you don't make some major changes in your life, we won't be celebrating your 50th. And I want that for you. So do something. And when I asked her about one of those times where when she read this passage, has, has God ever done that? Has there been like a one versus the 99 moment where God has reached into your life? She said it was that. And it wasn't just because the message finally got through to her. That, of course, was very significant. And then she did indeed change her life, and she did make the changes, and she became quite healthy. It wasn't just that, but what she said was especially significant, was that a few years later, after she had made all the changes, when I think she was about 43, she had a major heart moment where she had to get open heart surgery. And as she was in the recovery space, her doctor came to her and said, listen, if you hadn't made those changes to your life three years ago, where you got healthier, you got stronger, you built up resilience within your body, if you hadn't done that, you would have never survived what I just did to your heart. And this I wanted to share with you, and she wanted me to share with you, because there are these times where we know there's something big coming, something big that's important for us or maybe for someone we love, where we know and we want God just to go ahead and change it and fix it and bring us to the place we need to be, right? What I can promise you is that God is already reaching into whatever your or your loved one's yankable moment is. That reach is there. And what I would love for all of us to do in our own form of spiritual assessment is to see where God has already been reaching out, waiting for us to hear, sending us those friends who are telling us the message we need to hear, or the sermon we need to hear, or the scripture we need to hear, or the prayer we need to pray. What is that in your life? Because here's the thing. God does not intend for you to have your biggest problem. God does not want you to be lost. God does not want you in pain. God does not want you suffering. God does not want you needing. God does not want you in any form or shape that isn't joyous, celebrating, full of praise. And sometimes to get to the point where we can hear receive and understand God's intervention in our lives, all it takes is a prayer. It takes an open heart. 
It takes some receptivity. And wherever you are, if you are one of the lost sheep, I want you to understand that God will go to the greatest lengths to bring you back. God won't stop. You may not have listened 99 times, and God's going to try the next, and it'll work. There is nothing you have to do to receive that grace and to get that intervention, but there is an orientation that we all can make so that we're ready to hear it. God's love doesn't follow any math. It's reckless. It will leave the 99 because you are worth it. Do you hear me? You are worth it. I love God because sometimes I don't believe that. I don't know, maybe you don't either. But God's love is so strong, so powerful, that it will go wherever we are to draw us back in. If you need this now, if you need a friend to walk with you, if you're ready for the word you need to hear, reach out for it. It's yours, beloved. Jesus loves you. Thank you so much for joining us for this element of worship. We are so grateful that you have entrusted the park with this moment to hear music, to listen to the word of God, whatever it may be. And we just ask for your support. The park only functions with the generous donations of people like you. And 100% of your donation goes to the incredible ministries of this church, which give and give and give again. Thank you for the ways that you give in advance and for all that you might be ready to give in the future. God bless you and amen.